taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of taste of dragons the toddcast the video game podcast that all you travelers listen to and this week we're heading to the sky where no man has gone before the news is finalizing and finally it's award season y'all and we got opinions and as always my name is brian my name is troy i'm amanda and i'm joe Another week, y'all. Another week, another dollar. Pay me. Uh, so I don't have any change, but like, would you take a hug? Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that would you? Would I you would, take? If I got paid in hugs, that'd be so <laughs> great. It's like, it's like, do you take hug drids? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh man. Would you though? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah. Okay, all right. That was, that was a genuine Hell question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no Hassel this week. He uh, had some problems with his back, as we all do getting up in age. <laughs> hey, I've been there. Yo, yeah. I threw yeah. my back out twice last year. That's right, you did. And like just taking out the trash. <laughs> we didn't podcast yesterday because I had a headache. And that was definitely because of my back. That wasn't like my head. That oh, was really? like all my neck muscles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, because spine. you get to a certain age and then your spine's like, this, I'm tired. Yeah, the spine's like, I'm not supposed to work like this. <laughs> Why are we like always vertical? Stop. Right? Stop it. Like two weeks ago, I fell asleep on the couch for like maybe a what, 40 minute nap maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think I fell asleep on like a, like a bundled up thing of like covers or blankets. And when I woke blanket. up. Uh, I must have just relaxed wrong, and I felt like I had a bruised rib. I oh, fi- I've I, been there. I've I been there. physically could not sneeze for four days because Wait, the, the, did you almost sneeze and then like you? Like I you couldn't put it? because it was so painful. My body just shut it down. My body was like, "No, we don't need to do that that bad." <laughs> like if fun. you sneeze, like your rib is just gonna come out of your mouth. It was. It was so painful. <laughs> I remember, I remember in my 20s uh, being at like a hotel room and then sleeping yeah. under a coffee table because there wasn't <laughs> oh, enough yeah, beds for yeah. everyone. And now it's like, uh, now that I'm like in my mid 30s, it's like, oh no, one of my pillows was crooked. I'll be messed up for a week. <laughs> yeah. I used to think it was fun if we didn't have enough room in the car in like high school and 20s that I yeah. would jump in the trunk and just ride whatever <laughs> half hour, 45 minutes until we got to our destination. Um, no, <laughs> right? I, I'm six for three. What was I doing? <laughs> Your man's not coming out of that trunk. <laughs> Next time I try that. Oh man. But uh, let's start this week with a question, everyone. And so the, our question this week comes from Tariff and they ask, if you were dropped into a Final Fantasy game, what would your job class be? Ooh. Mm. Hmm. And it could be either like what it would be assigned to you or you could choose whatever you think, whatever you think you would could just be. You, do you think you could run by the job classes for us? Like the standard? There's like, the like standard warrior, ones? there's mage. Yeah, there's uh, there's fighter, there's mage. Uh, there's or Actually, I'm sorry. There's fighter, there's black mage, white mage, uh-huh. red mage, uh-huh. blue mage. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know about There's no red samurai, mage. there's monk, um, there is summoner, uh, thief, um, uh, pugilist, a couple other ones. Pugilist. It's like yeah. a, it's like a, fi- a fist fighter. Yeah, fist fighter. Yeah, I just like it. It's yeah. like that monks name. fight with their uh, palms. <laughs> Pugilists <laughs> fight with their fists. Monks do the Buddha's palm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm healer. I'm support class. I'm I am a I am a bona fide support character in in game and in life. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you need help with something? I'm gonna do the best I can. Um. So I I I think, and also I. 
I, th- I feel like healers help add strategy. Of, they all add strategy, but a mm-hmm. different, very meaningful type of strategy to any type of RPG game where it's, you, it's not just about making the numbers go up. It's about making some numbers come down. That's or, right. Or vice versa. Um, anyway, so I would definitely be healer class. Give me that white robe. I don't know. There's, I get a staff, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, you absolutely get a staff. Hell yeah. Is there a green mage? No, there's a time mage. Oh. They were green? <laughs> Wait, what, what powers would come with this green? Yeah, what, uh, I think the time what, age is technically green. What, what powers are you looking for? Yeah, They're what, mad what, what scientists. And, okay. And they, and they like flora. They like flora? <laughs> yeah. You could be a, a time mage that has, what, aren't there jobs? Yeah, like, there's jobs. So, so you could be- they a, cook? They know how to cook. <laughs> you could be, uh, um, I don't know, a summoner as well. Yeah, you maybe summon a summoner. You, you can summon greens. You can summon animals. You can All right, be a butcher. You know, I'm there. Yeah. I'm, I'm time mage. I'm there. Okay, time mage. I was initially going to ask you, is there like a stabby, stabby, but you're using a cook's knife, but I'd prefer to be a mage? That's just a tone berry. That's, that's <laughs> oh, oh, there. You're right. Actually, I would just be a tone berry. You're right. I would not be a hero. I would not be a class. I would be a tone berry. If you don't know what a tone berry is, look it up right now. They're the cutest, yet the most scariest, fearsome creatures <laughs> they in the are. Final Fantasy. Oh, universe. they absolutely. They they only fight with a kitchen knife, and they only yeah, have to stab you once. It's true. And yep. They just slowly walk towards you. So cute. They're so cute, and they're so confident with what they're gonna. They're like, you could you could run if you want to. Don't let me catch you. They're all like, one You're hit kills. Though. Catch they're you. one hit kills. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm a Tom Berry. I, I negate the time age entirely. Uh, Tom Berry. Yeah. Sign me up. All right. I like I think, it. I think in, in 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 every video game where you get the option of a class, I always end up with the bow and arrow. Like like I I think that I'm gonna do something else, but it just inevitably uh uh I I play that game of like using my abilities to keep things as far away from me as possible so I can shoot them with arrows and if they get to me before uh they're dead, then I die. But if they I get to them before, you know, that that, that game, that, that back and forth game. So an archer. So oh yeah, probably in this an archer. Um but but if I was going to be a little more realistic, I feel like I just want to be like the assistant to the guy working on the airships. Ooh. I feel like that that, that <laughs> yeah. falls in line with my with my actual skills. Like if you <laughs> drop me into an archery range, I'm going to look real good with a bow. I'm not going to hit nothing. But uh, uh, realistically, with my skill set, I feel like I could like calibrate airships or something. You know? I like it. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Like That's it. how airships work. So you would be <laughs> so in Final Fantasy fourteen, you wouldn't be Sid. You would be Sid's assistant. So you'd yeah. be either Biggs or Wedge. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, it. yeah. I don't, I don't want, I don't want any of that that big sit in energy. I feel like no. something bad's gonna happen to that guy. I want to be like <laughs> next in line to like take over the business after he goes off on an adventure and gets murdered or something. You know, <laughs> you're, you're the, tra- you're the practical one. Yeah, in this. that's yeah. what you. <laughs> I'm the one holding the business down. Yeah, you or or you're the one that was there when the business got exploded, but they find you and you're like half alive and you're like it was these guys go get them but you live at the end and they're like yeah. and it's okay because they're alive and now the business is even better because they were the ones in charge rebuilding and it's not a picture of him anymore it's a picture of me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's me you just somehow change your name to the owner's name as well no it's always been mine what do you mean it's always been mine. <laughs> i've got a, a overly large wrench for some reason like even though it's not yes yeah, that's nothing to do with that yeah <laughs> that's amazing uh for myself 
Uh, I always choose the Dragoon, which is the... Uh, you didn't put Dragoon in the I, I, I in legitimately forgot to say that. No, no, no. You know what? Well played. Well played. I, I would love to say I did that on purpose. I did not. <laughs> I legit forgot about it. So like, wait, that was mine. <laughs> but the most important question. The Does your Dragoon have a Yokai Watch Jiba Non mount, oh Brian? Whoa, whoa, what? So, what? What does that mean? So in Final Fantasy fourteen, they have uh, video game crossovers every now and then. Uh, so one of theirs was Yokai Watch, like two oh, years ago. Oh, I get it. Okay, and that's so, awesome. So one of the characters, which is Joe's favorite character, they actually made into a mount, and basically you're just sitting on its lap while it rides it's you around. Just this goofy-looking floating cat. Perfect. Per- orange, orange and yellow cat with a really dopey face, <laughs> and it's just this dude floating around, sitting on his lap. On his lap. And so I happened to be when I was playing uh, two nights ago. Uh, I happened to be running by, and somebody actually had it in game next to me. Ooh. So I was like, "Oh my god!" So I just immediately sh- I took a whole bunch of screenshots and showed them to Joe. <laughs> and then I I was confused as to why my husband showed me how cool this mount was for his, his silly looking character, and his silly little character wasn't sitting on a Jibanon mount. And I'm still very confused as to why he would show me that and then be like, "Oh, but I don't have one." Yeah, come yeah. on, Brian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're letting yeah. all the dragoons down out there. I'm sure it only takes forty. Seven, you know, fifty-seven hours to you know start the side quest right? that begins the process. Of- <laughs> or just spend sixty-five bucks to buy it now. I mean, like- that's right. You actually could. <laughs> you actually you're, could. You actually can. You're, you're telling me you just don't want it that bad. That's what it says to me. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Social life, MMO mount. Social life, MMO mount. <laughs> I didn't really put it into perspective until like I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen a lot these past several weeks. So I'm trying to. Build up to Endwalker, which actually comes out this week. Yeah, uh, which is the the culmination of the f- ten years of Final Fantasy fourteen. Incredible. And so I've been playing it, and so I I think I was in like the newbie channel because I hadn't played in so long. So like, they they put you in there, and so when I was in there, uh, somebody who actually was new was like, "Hey, by the way, how long does it take to play in order to get up to to like current gen?" Or to, to Endwalker, and somebody in chat was like, uh, I think it's roughly about 250 hours." And I was like, Yikes. "And I was like, no, that can't be." And then I started thinking. I was like, "Oh no, it is. Wow. <laughs> it absolutely is about 200 because each expansion is about 50 hours worth of playtime." You, you can really? skip yeah. some of them though, can't you? Yeah, you can definitely skip yeah. some stuff, yeah. but like, you just like streamline it. Can you like? Do you need a grind? You probably yeah. need to grind. Yeah. Kind of. Uh. <laughs> but even then, you don't really in this one. Uh, but if you want to do anything else besides your main job, you do. Like, in order to level up anything else. Because, like, the main the main quest line does give you a good amount of experience. Everything else, though, does not. Yeah. Like, okay. if you want to, like, have fun, then, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, but, yeah, I would definitely be a Dragoon. That's the ones that uh, jump up high into the air, come down right. with the spear and everything. Lancer. Uh, dragoons are great. I love the dragoon. They're the best. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much, Tariff, for that question. Uh, and in anticipation of the new expansion that comes out this week. So yeah, that's amazing. Uh, but now that brings us on to our first segment, which is myself. <laughs> what are you playing? <laughs> what am I playing? <laughs> what am I playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, this week I'm going to be talking about, or actually a bunch of us are going to be talking about No Man's Sky. Which this year is its fifth anniversary. It came out August 9th, 2016, which is crazy to me to think about because I remember <laughs> anticipating that game yeah. when it was first announced. Um, and I know when it first came out, it did not have the best reception for a lot of people. 
Uh, but for myself, it was exactly the game I wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, was, I remember well, so- when they when they first started talking about this game, it was like it, it sounded impossible. They we were like, you're going to play this game. And then uh, you're going to be set in a universe uh, that is like real. It's going to be like on our servers. And there's going to be like all, a nearly infinite, not nearly infinite, uh, uh, very, very many planets that you're going to be able to visit. There's going to be so many planets that you're never going to interact with anybody while you're there because like the odds of two people crossing each other are like absolutely uh, minuscule. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand anything about that. I'm so excited to see right. what it is that they're putting together. Mm-hmm. How would you all explain, I guess, in that vein, Manda, like what No Man's Sky is then? Uh, what, what is the game? Yeah, the game basically is just exploration, the game, especially when it first came out. You were just going from planet to planet just seeing because it's all procedurally generated which means they just have a whole bunch of factors in there and it's all just randomly happens for each planet um, so you could end up with an amazing looking planet that actually there are some earth-like planets that that do look like that and then you have some other planets that are just like hellscapes yeah <laughs> and, so, and, and, and so like there's and there's also animals on them that are completely procedurally generated as well so that some of them could be like flying birds or other of them could just be like Walking monstrosities. Flying birds. No, Brian. I know. (laughs) What kind of alien world is this? Oh, my God. Uh, These birds are flying. I once got these. This is my favorite planet. uh, (laughs) uh, I once got these little, like, Shetland pony-looking things with a unicorn horn and wings. They were They were, like, all gray, too. They were perfect. You just stumbled into... (laughs) I I start over all the time, but I still have that save file because it was... And and not only were they perfect, but it was a moon. Um, I'm a big fan of the moons. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just less surface area less work um and but it was a snow one so it was like all snow and then like christmas trees and then like little (laughs) like like these pegasi shetland ponies it was perfect when listen when my little ponies when they need to go to the farm okay where they're really going is this planet this is my little pony heaven how dare you besmirch <laughs> the glory of my tiny little rain cloud Shetland pony <laughs> Pegasi by claiming that they're my little ponies. Yo, <laughs> yo man, shout out to the bronies out there. That's all I'm saying. They're good peeps. But this game, when it came out, was beautiful. You could literally look up. You could land on a planet, look up, and you could see all the other planets that mm-hmm. are in that system. And it was just beautiful. I couldn't. I can't express. I can't express how it looks. Yeah. What was surprising about this game and what struck it for me when it first came out was the 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 feeling that you were getting a unique experience that no one in the world was getting. Mm-hmm. And you're you have your ship. You're on this planet, and it's up to you to fuel the ship, uh, upgrade the ship, um, get supplies together, survive the elements of that planet, whether it's acid rain or or indigenous life that is uh, uh, hostile towards you. And so you kind of like live and get resources on this planet till you can get off the planet or get to the next planet or you're done. And then you just fly through space just like you would in, you know, real life until you come to another planet, land, and then start over that process of discovery. It's unique. It feels great. Which brings up a great point is when you take off from the ground, I was used to playing games where your ship takes off, you hit load screen, it shows you like a little bloop, 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 and then you're in space. Yeah. And this absolutely that doesn't happen is your thrusters like kick off and then you jump off the ground and then you 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 tilt upwards whatever direction you feel is is appropriate and then you hit the boost and then you zoom into space and like you get like that like rumble feature of the Mm -hmm. controller and you get to see the the ground disappear and then the clouds disappear and then thin out and then like you're in outer space Mm -hmm. and then like Mm -hmm. that that just like that first moment of of experiencing all of that 
was phenomenal. It's and it's, I feel like it's still fun, like, every single time. Right? And especially <laughs> that, that first time where you, the ship you first get is, like, broken. So you have to, like, scavenge the enti- this entire planet trying to get all the parts and, and carbon and whatever materials mm-hmm. in order to fix the ship up. So you spend a good long time not flying. So that when you right. actually are able to not just fly but break the atmosphere, it is it is fantastic. It's such a great feeling. It is. And, and it, also, when you land on a planet seeing it's like oh okay let me you know go into this direction and as you're landing onto the ground it's doing the exact opposite yeah you're going through the clouds then you see the then you see the topography and then the topography actually comes into detail and you're like oh and then you actually start seeing these structures as well on mm-hmm. the planets mm-hmm. and it's it's a completely <laughs> unique experience and then you can go on to like name everything on that planet yeah. if you're the first person because yeah. all these planets in in some form actually exist in this metaverse mm-hmm. um you can name all your all the animals you find all the rocks all the the the, the, the flora flora um and i had so much fun just naming it dumb stuff yeah i mostly had to do with butts <laughs> oh, <laughs> i won't no. lie i i took it way too seriously there were Ooh. definitely times where i would be like 15 minutes of being like yeah but it's kind of like a bat so like mm. i wonder what the latin for bat is <laughs> <laughs> I did that for like one planet and then and then I went like let me just make a joke planet just made a bunch of like dumb names and then after that I just started ma- naming them after video games I like like this is the Tekken planet and uh, <laughs> that's a Heihachi Mishima a unicorn there and that's a Jin Kazama bird it flies well, careful it like <laughs> and um yeah yeah and it just it was and then I then I ran and then I stopped <laughs> and then I, I got I was like oh, what am I doing no one's gonna come no one's gonna land on these planets mm-hmm. I feel like the cool part about No Man's Sky is I feel like that was its own game and and everyone played and enjoyed that. And then they kept making the game. And then, like, I feel like every time you pick it up, they're like, oh, here's an, a completely different uh, experience. Here's, Same yeah. game, but, like... It's like they're giving you the sequel. Yeah. 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 Who, who developed this? Hello Games? This is Hello Games. And correct. There's, like, one person in it, or...? Uh, so it's one core dude, which is Sean Murray. Sean Murray, okay. And um, he's, like, the face of the company. He's right. the president and everything. <clears throat> uh, but... When the game released, there was only 15 employees there. Oh, my gosh. gosh. When they released. And this is a game that is, you know, has quintillion planets. All the things that we're talking about up to this point is from the the first draft of the game, the original part. Correct. What we've discussed. We're not even talking about all the added amazing things. So 15 people up to what we've discussed in this podcast together. Exactly. Made what we've... Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think right now, I think they only currently have like five employees. And they are still... Only with only five employees, they're still continuously adding on. Yeah. Wait, um, they they've reduced in staff? I believe so. Yeah, that's why I think I saw on oh. his uh, PlayStation uh, bo- uh, blog post. Yeah, it, it's absolutely phenomenal what they've been able to put together. Not not just like the, the game itself, but the way that they've maintained it. Uh, they have like such a beautiful connection to the community. I feel like whenever they make updates or iterations, it's always like exactly what I. I felt that they needed and I think that's because they go out of their way to like go to forums and then to you know to go to events and be like well what could we do to make mm-hmm. this better and then they take that information and then push it out and which is amazing because I don't think we've mentioned this but all of the updates have been free so they yep. they're genuinely just doing mm-hmm. things to make people happy which I can't think of another example of that of like hey for five years we updated this game and we're not making any more money yeah I, you know, I, we, I, thank you for reminding me, uh, Amanda. We were talking about No Man's Sky right now because it is actually nominated for the Game Awards in the category of Best Community Game. And I think it's your your points are exactly why I think it's going to probably win in that category because they're 
listening and they're not just they're not even just listening they're also pushing forward their own artistic vision mm-hmm. and they're it, it's it's not too far one way or the other and it's a nice synergy between what you know what their viewers want or what their uh their players want and what the um you know the the directors the artistic directors are, are going for and i think it's a great blend and it's it's working yeah um and by the way okay so i have to I have to amend my earlier statement which was when they released they had 15 people uh, the game was in development for five years, and their team averaged only six employees throughout the entire five years. Wow. So this entire game, yeah, was in development for five years, but they only had roughly six people throughout that entire time. Okay. <laughs> so that's what it was. Since then, have they increased in, in like... I assume so. I haven't I haven't seen any uh, okay. amount of people that are there right now. They've, just, they've been getting more and more popular oh, uh, yeah. as time goes. And so it's been out for five years. They've had 17 major updates or 17 updates. And I think like six of them were like major updates, major milestones that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like some of them just added like the, the very first one that they did, because when it first released, yeah. it had not great reviews. A lot of people were expecting a game that they didn't produce. They, they wanted combat. They wanted it to be Halo. They wanted to like go out and then fight. And it, it, they, they knew it was online. So like, where's the multiplayer? Yeah. Why can't I fight anything? And it was like, oh, I think you missed the purpose like, of... No. Space is lonely. <laughs> Learn this now. It is. Uh, but I got the game that I wanted. It was the game I wanted, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, but then when they, first, when they released the first major update, I think it was either six months or a year after it first, up, uh, it first released, and it was a huge jump. It was one of the things that people – it was one of the main components that people wanted. It was actually base building. It was oh called gosh. Foundations. Okay. And so you actually could build a base on a planet – and and you know put down some roots and 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 craft some things and talk with people which is crazy because the the entire like purpose of the or the goal of the first iteration of the game was to travel to the center of the universe so they wanted people to like jump on a planet enjoy it for a bit jump off go to the next planet enjoy it for a bit jump off and the community came back and was like i really like this one though i like (laughs) this planet i want to live in this planet and instead of being like that's not the game we made they were like all right and then the base building mechanics are really really good yeah nice Man has man has made a really good like loft, <laughs> right I, on like it's I, like ocean waterside. I make vacation homes. I just like <laughs> yeah. like I'll find like the perfect like sunset and then I'll make that whole wall windows and then I'll make like a sofa and like it's I know really nice. Okay. I don't know if you have like good pictures of Amanda, but if you do, I should drop them in the Discord. They're the Discord. all very good. Yeah. There's one I have over like this blood lake, and but the when the sun rises, <laughs> oh my god! And, oh, oh, uh, I think this is new. I don't think this was out even in the second expansion. But when you land on the planet and when you take off from the planet, like this red dust comes up, like oh, that. Nice. You remember that scene in Star Wars where they're going over like the white planet and then it turns red? Uh-huh. It's kind of like that. It's it's so pretty. <laughs> also, sunrise over blood lake sounds like an amazing detective novel <laughs> that I am really into reading. Oh, I should hold murder mystery parties in my loft. Sunrise over Blood Lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the first murder has happened. <laughs> I would love to go to that murder mystery, but I don't know if I would be the one being murdered. Um, <laughs> no, I, let me uh, solve this mystery for you. Yes, yes, you will be, Brian. I'm sorry. I think you it's know, still be you worth know it. it. We know it. Yeah, it's still be worth <laughs> it. It's you. You're the ones going to be. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. And who did it? I don't know. So many motives. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. In, in this universe. <laughs> in, in our defense, we would only be murdering you because you would be the easiest to reboot. 
That's Fair true. Enough. It's Fair not enough. really murder if we can just, yeah, restart you. Right. <laughs> so, like, over the years, they actually added a story element to it. So before oh, yeah. it really was, you know, it's just nothing. It was just, yeah, you just go to the center of the galaxy. You kind of made your own story, which exactly. is, I think, is why it was challenging for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. In the same way Skyrim is challenging yeah. for some people is there's story, there's stuff there, but it's up to you to kind of fill in the blanks and to do your own journey and exactly. whatever it may be. And it, like the place, the, the the universe is populated with you know, about three or four different species of aliens that mm-hmm. talk different languages, and like the idea that you're learning their language and learning about their cultures was a story. So I was I was actually very um, surprised after the uh, the base building um, expansion. They were like, "No, we're coming with a real story." I was like, "Oh, okay. Then we already have one." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was no. Okay, all right. But yeah. but how how was the story? What was the story? So, I guess different. So, so the story was basically it was, it was there's a an entity called the Atlas, and so it's a giant floating uh, diamond. Let's just say because it's the diamond shape, and so it was a thing that you would go into, and it would just show up in random uh, random gal or I'm sorry random solar systems, and you would find it, and you would go into it, and it would just be telling you a bunch of just nonsensical stuff, and you. And so as you went along and, and got in contact more and more with it, you actually realized as the character that you're in a game within a game. Like you are a game. What? So Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> are they throwing in like simulation theory? Yes. Oh, yes. Simulation theory. <laughs> you do love simulation theory. <laughs> yes. Oh, it is. Because in the end, it just means that life is a video game. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> and that's what it was. It was one of those like, oh, my God, you guys went meta with this. But they, <laughs> but they did it in such a way that it's like, all right. All right. <laughs> like, this is pretty great. <laughs> but that's the cool. visual that it brought with it as well was was amazing. And it, it just added some, uh, that little something for people that do need some sort of hook or some sort of something to grasp towards. Um, and so, yeah, that's what it was. And okay. so they added that. Uh, they've had a bunch of other updates as well. They added like like a, a way for you to get um, uh, carriers. So you can actually yeah. have your own fleet of different ships that you can send out and collect money on for you on missions. They, they did hostile aliens, yep. which they've always had like little drone stuff, but they had like these monsters that jump out of the sand at you. And then, um, most recently, you can be mayor. You can be space mayor. That's right. You can you can come you can come along a town and play Animal Crossing. Hi there, yeah. I'm space mayor. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's called. I think that was called Frontiers. Frontiers, yes. So they added Frontiers, and yeah, you can be space mayor, and you can build up a town from nothing and make it into something that actually also makes you money. <laughs> Are you sick of monsters popping out of the ground? Are you so upset of that unicorn that keeps pooping in your lawn? Vote for me, space mayor. <laughs> I got ideas. No, I've got opinions. I love how this is the, I love how thin the story reason are for like you running the freighter or you being mayor. You show up and they're like, "Oh, thank goodness, someone else. Would you like to be mayor?" <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Welcome to being mayor." <laughs> I can they, retire now. They have like a sash and a top hat just waiting for you. Yeah. Here, take these large scissors. You'll need them one day. I think you I think you get there, they're immediately attacked and then the mayor dies and they're like, no one else wants to be married. You want to be married? And you're yeah. like, yep. So there is a murder mystery element. <laughs> it's not a mystery. You see him die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how you get your first freighter is that you like warp into a, the solar system and then they're just like, hey, we're under attack. And you're like, I guess I'll help you. And then when you when you help them, like, all right, I'm, I'm tired of this. You want to do it? 
<laughs> you, want, you want this free freighter? He's like, I'm clearly very bad at being captain. Would you like to be captain? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So as mayor, are you like in charge of, of stuff? Do you, is there like a town or something that you're making choices for? I, sorry, I fell off of, of, of No Man's Sky. Um, I, I'm not as good as you all. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't able to keep it as real as you all have been over these past years. So what what was Space Mayor let you do? Uh, Space Mayor, so you know, you become mayor. And then they basically just come to you with the decisions like, hey, listen, we're thinking about building either like a, uh, a spaceport or a tavern. What do you want? Tavern. Yeah, I picked a tavern as well. Be mayor is easy. It is. And so like you do that and they're like, all right, we need some supplies for it. So then you bring them whatever they need. Beer. And then it takes real life time in order to build it. So but, it's like, but, oh. But it's nice because it also connects to your base. So if you've built a base, they'll be like, hey, we need like three of these like sun bananas. I forget what they're called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll go to your base and you're like, I already have sun bananas. So you like pick a bunch of them and then bring them back. I think they're um, called sananas. But if you don't have any sun bananas, then you might have to go to like a volcanic planet to like, like look for them. The, um, so like, I like how they, they all connect in that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's just another thing for you to do. It's, it's mainly all that this is. It's just something else Gosh. for you to do in the game. Now I'm just picturing a volatile volcano planet just to get some bananas. Well, sun yeah, bananas. Yeah. Well, the, the the real key is that you can't pick up the sun bananas unless you have the hazmat gauntlets. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so so the thing with with No Man's Sky is that it's all about resources. It's all about like you need the gauntlets in order to get the you know the, the bananas. So you need to craft them. You need to make them. So it means you need to go to each to these different islands to find the elements to like. Put Islands. together. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm in Animal Crossing terms. It's the same game, pretty much. It's the same. Thing. It's the same game. You make your base. You travel some other islands. You dump all your stuff. You go to the next island, the next planet. Um, Wait a minute. Is there is there a captain in this game too? You're captain. You are captain. You're captain. You're captain. Oh. You're the captain now. And that's I fine. sing. <laughs> you better believe I sing. Um, that's cool. So they had a base building. Um, uh, uh, space mayor. Space mayor. A story. Uh, anything else that they kind of added over the, the, past the other major few years? thing that they added was uh, basically the you know the movie Alien that that I've little indie indie uh, indie movie called Alien. <laughs> yeah. uh, they basically added that, and that's what Amanda was talking about with like these this oh. alien entity where you could come along a, dire, a a derelict like freighter in the middle of space. Ooh, spooky! Yeah. And then you can dock with it, and then once you're in there. Like all these yeah. different aliens pop up, but you can get great rewards once L you're in there. Lean with it, dock with it. Yeah, is what I say. And and they've also done like a lot of small stuff too. So uh, Brian mentioned that it's procedurally generated. So uh, I don't I don't know how many different assets they had before, but they're constantly adding new assets. Correct. So you would previously be able to see like these like I mean everything was very different, but sometimes you'd be like, there's like 10 main archetypes of planets. Correct. And now there's, there's significantly more, which like I mentioned, like that dust particle thing coming up when I took off, that didn't exist at the beginning of the mm. game. So that's what I meant when I, like every time I come in, I feel like I'm playing like a brand new iteration of this. Not not just an updated game, but like yeah. almost like the version two or the version three, because yeah. you land on a planet and you genuinely don't know what you're going to see there, right. uh, which is very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I think the newest update that they released is called Prism, 
and it inc- it introduced giant sandworms, which was only like a couple months ago. Yeah, just a couple yeah, months still ago. Still pretty new. Yeah, and sandworms like Dune. Pretty much, yeah. Nice. And then they added another update after that one, which lets you ride them. Okay, now we're talking. <gasps> yeah, I did now not see we're that. talking. I did see some sandworms. I didn't know that that was an update. And then I was like on my world and I was like, that is a giant creature. <laughs> yeah, I think they only added that like maybe two weeks ago. It's very new. And I think that's also people, because I think when they re- first released it, the giant sandworm thing, people were just like, hey, it'd be cool if we could ride that. <laughs> and then Sean Murray's like, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like four lines of code. It's fine. You can do it. <laughs> when, when, they set out, when they set out to make this game and they released the premise of this space traveling uh, game where there is literally a universe in, ahead of you. And they even said, like, literally, there is as many stars in our, in our galaxy as there are in real life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's infinite. And it'll continue to grow and expand. And the fact that they've been able to hold to that promise over these few years is mind-bendingly impressive and um yeah i I can't wait to see how they how they do this year at the awards correct and so one of the cool things that the community did for them because the community is actually really huge into this both on reddit and a couple other places um they they're huge into this game and so the reddit actually uh, pulled together money in order to buy the billboard that's directly across the way that, that that's what they oh. see when they first open up the door and they bought the billboard space for it for the month that it came out i think the fourth year anniversary i want to say or the third year anniversary and it just said you know thank you hello games thank you oh, sean murray and look at that oh yeah they're getting paid in hugs <laughs> yeah, yeah see yeah. see they exit their there building and then just that reminder that they've just done a, a good giant job. hug on a billboard yeah. I love that. And that, that was cool. And they've done a bunch of other things. They've like sent them pizza. They've done a bunch of other like <laughs> just silly things that the community has oh, done crap. for Hello Games as a thank you for sticking with them. Now I want to be paid in pizzas. Ooh, pizza and hugs? <laughs> Ooh. Like they show up with the pizza and then they like open up their arms like, uh-huh. yeah, bring it uh-huh. in. Bring it in. That's a great restaurant premise. Pizza and hugs. You all right? <laughs> I love that this is everything that you want in life, but this is literally my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay you in hugs. I'd rather starve. <laughs> but we also got pizza. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I like pizza. Leave it and, and back away. They're both yeah. like my comfort food and like and also like a comfort gesture. It's great. It's great. It's comfort and food. Yeah. I can yeah. do it at the same time. Just hugging someone with one hand. I'm like putting a <laughs> slice of pizza in my mouth. <laughs> and the other person hugging you is like, is there, is there grease on me now? Are you chewing in my ear? Yeah. Continues my nightmare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough No Man's Sky talk. We're going to be, hopefully we'll be talking about this game for years because it is, yeah. it's still just improving. I don't even know what they're yeah. adding to this. It, it's, it's a crazy. sandwich that just keeps getting. It's like one of those long six foot subs, but they keep adding another foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you can't even like get into it. It's like, I'm going to need to get a bigger table, my man. You got to let me know about these things. <laughs> they should figure out a way for me to send them more money. I almost feel bad. Every time I come back, you I'm almost like, I didn't pay can. anything for this. I should just like buy merch. Yeah. Oh, ooh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Got the holidays here. One of the things they did say is that every single time they do release an update, it does shoot towards the top of the sales charts. So they are so getting more people, more buy people it. to buy it mm-hmm. that probably were like, oh, maybe I'll try it out now. This is the thing that's going to drag me into it. And so, yeah. So they I, should start I, think them. I think their conversion to PS5 was free, too. It was. Yeah. yeah. They, they're great. Yeah. They great. should start like putting advertisements in the game. Like, um, 
uh, uh, product placement. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> you get to a planet and it's just like brought to you by Coca-Cola. It's got like Mountain Dew White. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, y'all, thank you so much for joining us for that. What are you playing? Now let's uh, talk a little bit about the news this week, you guys. Uh, so what I'd like to start, it's going to be short. Uh, the news this week is uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. You know, they got their final character in, which was Sora. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just released their final balance update, which means they're they're doing putting in some nerfs and some buffs for different characters depending on what it is. That can't be the end. No, no, they, it's perfect now. It is. Yeah. But, but look, I understand no more characters, but balance updates are uh, those. That's what you do for all games. Street no. Fighter still gets balance updates. No, they don't have to. It's perfect. It is. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. I yeah. missed. Okay. And, and he actually <laughs> thinks that as well because his quote is uh, Sakurai, the creator of the game, said. With this, the balance tuning is complete. Okay. Thank you for your hard work to all of those involved in the fix. So long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. So <laughs> it's 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 insane. Like Smash Brothers nope. Smash updates are over. Animal Crossing updates over. Like, man, it's a good thing No Man's Sky is still updating because we got <laughs> nothing got left. <laughs> no, they said the, the free Animal Crossing updates are over. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> now we want your money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Titanfall, the amazing movement-based first-person shooter yeah. that put Respawn Entertainment on the map. Yes. They're the ones that are, if you don't know, they're the ones that do Apex Legends. Right. Um, is uh, actually being delisted from stores next so, year in March. Titanfall one or Titanfall, Titanfall two? One. Titanfall one. Okay, one. that's fine because Titanfall two is is superior in every way. Yes. <laughs> so that that that's fair. Everyone should go play Titanfall. They two. should. They should. Uh, the game is actually like unfortunately has seen its actually fair share of hacking and uh, DDoS um. attacks uh, that have completely brought down its servers over the last like couple of months to year. So that's another I think like kind of nail in the coffin for like we really don't want to have to upkeep this as well yeah. as you know do these other things so they're going to stop selling it they're still going to have the multiplayer servers up so if you mm-hmm. want to play you still can but yeah. go check out titanfall 2 and apex respawn's a cool company they're actually like the original creative team behind call of duty modern warfare and then they had like a falling out with the publishers and pretty much lost their game and you know oh. like call of duty is the biggest one of the biggest mm-hmm. games you know activision but they were like we're going to keep making call of duty names games just without you and they were like all right we'll make our own stuff and obviously, respawn is their is their name. Oh, that's yep. fun. And they went and made Titanfall and and uh, and Apex, and they're they they get first person shooters. They brought the idea of RPG elements to first person shooters. They recreated what FPSs are. So. And, and Check them out. Blizzard Activist ain't doing so good right now, so maybe don't oh, so put good. your money there. Maybe same creators. Yep, yep, yep. Go, go Titanfall two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go Titanfall two. Go Apex. Yeah, uh, and Titanfall two was criminally underrated when it first came. I'm sorry, not underrated. Undersold. Yeah, when it oh. first came out, because yeah, it was shame. an amazing game. It actually got great reviews, online um, and single player. Online single player had an amazing campaign. And it just did not sell very well. And it was sad. You get to jump in a mech and start fighting and it's amazing. It is. It's probably one of the best first-person shooters of the last decade. Agreed. So, yeah, check it out if you haven't yet. Titanfall 2 is amazing. Uh, And then the last thing I want to talk about, actually, is just a little riffing that I want to do on the Xbox Game Pass games that they've been releasing. Especially the ones I think they released just this last Thursday on the 2nd. They released, I think, what, 10 different games um, and like, what, what highlights? Uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. Like, nice. Really play it nice. again. 
Yeah, <laughs> please do. Like, I think Joe, you haven't played it yet, right? No, um, it's on the list. I'm gonna. It's that's on the list. It's gonna happen. You want to talk about someplace where you can make food? It's, oh, it's <laughs> worth Valley. it. It's worth it. So much food. Oh my god, yeah, the the best food. <laughs> <laughs> so they added Stardew Valley. They also added, uh, what was it? Uh, Final Fantasy 13 2. Oh. Which, oh. if you haven't played it, it's actually not a bad game. 13 2. Yes. That's the one with Lightning? Oh, there's, there's a, that's a trilogy, isn't it? it? It is a trilogy. The third one okay. is Lightning Returns. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they added that. A uh, couple other ones. Uh, I think Among Us as well is going to be coming pretty soon oh, later cool. on yeah. this month. Go, yeah, go, go ahead. You got Halo Infinite that's coming out the 9th, Ooh. which is this week as well. Uh, that's also on I hope Game that's Pass. Good. I want that's, I want Halo to be just as good as everyone wants it to be. That's the multiplayer and the the game, or just the multiplayer? Uh, the campaign. The multiplayer is already out already right out. now okay. uh, for free. So if you have a PC or if you have an Xbox, it's completely free. You can play the multiplayer Seem right now. Seem to be getting pretty good. Yes. Um, like reviews. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Did oh yeah. Did you just say that was completely free? Like you don't even need Game Pass for it? No, it's completely free. Wow. It is free to play. They are confident. Yeah. Good for yeah. Them. yeah. They're like, no, you just play, pay for the campaign. Cool. Can we play it on our, our PlayStation? Uh, no. <laughs> it ain't that free. Yeah. All right, Sony, come uh, on now. There is a price of admission. There is. There is. Uh, they Also, Lawn Mowing Simulator it got added. It's about damn time. <laughs> what have I been doing with my right? life? And Forza what? This is Lawn Mowing Simulator 22, right? Like, oh, this oh is absolutely. This good, is the good, newest good. one. I don't want one. 2K22 yeah. 2K lawn mowing want those. I don't want those outdated lawn mowers. <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't enjoy mowing our lawn. Like It's it's one of uh, Troy's Troy's uh, activities. I like I hate it. So, um, But I would definitely pretend to mow virtual lawns for like hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 15 minutes into my backyard. And, oh, too much. But uh, like... I have like four or five hours. Reality. So I know like, nothing about this game, but I'm already fantasizing about customizing my my lawnmower. Get oh. it like some, some gold rims, some flames. <laughs> some I'm flames. thinking we've, we've all been trained to want to do this. We've been trying to find yeah. rupees and grass for like ever. <laughs> we've been cutting the lawn in all these random places for grinding rupees forever. So I feel like this is this is already exactly what I want to do. In oh, my this life. is it, Joe. This is it. Now's the time. <laughs> It has happened. My day has come. <laughs> uh, then also they're adding Aliens Fireteam Elite. That one, uh, the one that's kind of like the other, what, like Friday the 13th and uh, the other, those other types uh, of games where one person, fight? yeah, one oh, person yeah. is a xenomorph and then okay. four people are just like the survivors. Like Marines. Yeah, Marines. Fun. So, so you get to play Aliens too. Correct. And then everyone gets to play. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that one's going to be added uh, at the same day as Among Us, which I think is December 14th. Game Pass is good. It's good. Uh, Amanda and I, we do not own an Xbox, but we do own Game Pass. That's how good Game Pass is. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I mean, you know, you you've, you've know me. I've been spouting the Game Pass uh, hey. highlights for the last we two or three years. I we know. listened. I'm it glad. only took Forza. Look, I, <laughs> I, I, know. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. It took Forza. I was like, yeah, Game Pass, whatever. Who cares? Oh, is that a is that a pinata? Is that a car blowing up a pinata? I'm in. <laughs> so yeah, that will do it for our news this week. But we still have our tasty topic, and our tasty topic is going to be brought to us by Tro- by Troy. All right, so uh, the Game Awards are going to be happening December 9th um, in the evening, uh, coming up in December. And that is the Jeff Keighley joint. Jeff Keighley is a former journalist and TV presenter and all around just a video game hype dude um, who loves 
showing off new games. <laughs> <laughs> he loves talking. He I loves think he loves talking, talking to begin fine. with. Talk and then away. games are, you know, just superfluary. Yeah, to talk it. away, man. <laughs> um, so every year, I've been, we've been watching the Game Awards for years and years and years now. Uh, now They used to be on television, on Spike TV and G4 TV, and then they transitioned to internet. And Jeff Keighley has put in a lot of work to like get sponsors and to kind of make people outside of the games industry feel like this is a le- like a legitimate award show. Oh, yeah. That being said, um, every time the Game Awards comes out, uh, I always tell myself, like, oh, I don't really, you know, I like to see awards, but I don't really care. Like, I, I like to play games for the games. I'm not in it for the awards. And I'm like, all right, eh, well, I'll watch it. And then they release the, the list. And for, like, an hour, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why was an XYZ game nominated? Oh, my goodness, how dare they? But I am just have so many feelings. <laughs> and, like, beforehand, I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. And then I'm just, like, enraged and happy. Or, on the other hand, I'm solely happy if a game I liked got nominated. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, you deserve it. You should have gotten it. Like, I'm a full fully invested <laughs> so i'm wondering like for you all and we'll go into the background of the game awards and how it works and all that but sure. for you all when it comes to award shows for games mm-hmm. um where do you fall on it do you like them do you not like them do you hold stock in them what's your own like stamp on on the game awards i i feel like this is video game super bowl like that's how excited mm. i am and, and it's, <laughs> it's it's sad that we've been doing this covid thing um, uh, recently because I love when we used to like get together and yeah. then like make Super Bowl style snacks and then like all sit around the TV and then like you would genuinely like I remember the the last time they had a Dragon Age announcement I was so excited you, you would have think right. that there was like like sports team touchdown field goal uh, bit I was just like yeah and you I, were yeah. you were shimmering I was, it was all, and then I couldn't talk about anything else for the rest of the night. You Um, got on Twitter and everyone, all the Dragon Dragon Age stands were just like exploding with all the little details. They were. We can't talk about that. But but I feel like that's the energy that I get from these. So like. I think Super Bowl is a, is a perfect way to put it because yes, we're there for the content, which is the awards and everything. But we're actually there for the commercials. Yeah. We're there for, <laughs> to find out what's going to be coming out, what's going to be doing this other things, and which is actually, I think, more of what the Game Awards kind of is about now. It's more about what, mm-hmm. what announcements are going to be made versus what's going to win best game. And it took me a while to realize that because I was going to the Game Awards when they were back in the day like, oh, these are like the award show. And then like half of it was just trailers. And I remember being uh, in, before kind of like, incensed or being like I just wanted like awards like why are you showing me all these things I can't play until I realize oh this is just what this is I should stop caring about the awards parts but I still care I don't know but but it's all about video games yeah Yeah. Yeah. I actually love it I'm in the same boat you're in Troy I I usually try not to care so much before I'm like ah whatever it doesn't really matter and then it turns and then like they show you the list and I'm like but you're missing this game that was so good but I mean all of those are good too I wonder which one of them would be like what what would you do with winning this would would your game be like skyrocketed into awesomeness does an indie game deserve it more than a triple A game I I have like a whole existential crisis about all of the choices that there are and then and then I'll go online and I'll talk with other people like what did you guys think and then hearing other people like listening to other people's opinions about what's missing or what's not missing or how some games deserve it and how some games didn't i i kind of love it i love everything about it and i watched the super bowl for the commercials so it was always perfect for me they dislike that as well yeah, yeah. It, it just never it's the only like, thing i don't like though i didn't like when they started to make it more commercialized and they were like see celebrity play game oh look at yeah. celebrity talk about game and it's like hey guys is this, this one a little too far this one a little es- too far especially when you can tell that that celebrity is like not i mean yeah. I, there are very many different levels of gamer and you don't have to be a thousand percent 
sent into Correct. video games. But it's like cut to celebrity. They've never played this game before. They don't know what they're talking about. They're only half paying attention. It's like, oh, you couldn't have found someone who like, because there's so many celebrities that like love video mm-hmm. games. Right? So it's like, you couldn't like. Yeah, mm-hmm. but sometimes those presenters are un- un- unironically or ironically funny, though. <laughs> they sometimes <laughs> them get up there, happen. and it's still kind of entertaining. Yeah. Uh, one of the celebrity presenters this year is going to be uh, Simu Liu, uh, Shang-Chi, oh, awesome. yes. which is Ooh. fantastic. I just want to see that guy more in general in my life. Agreed. So, <laughs> like, whether he's really into games and comes out and is like, yo, guys, what's up? And Didn't. Mm, sorry. <laughs> That's, I don't know why my, my Simu Lee impersonation <laughs> drops F-bombs. <laughs> it's, all the, it's all that happened in the movie, you know? You just heard it all the time. Didn't the Video Game Awards give us Keanu Reeves' You're Beautiful? Oh, uh, that was E3. That, that was E3. E3. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, are, it could. Are, it could it could happen. Oh, it could happen. That, that's what's kind of exciting about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think... The, the celebrity the celebrity I almost said impersonators the celebrity <laughs> presenters <laughs> they're impersonating liking games uh, the celebrity presenters though I think some of those are just kind of brought on by by corporate entities because yeah. they have to pay for the awards somehow yeah so some of sure. them are correlated and accumulated by uh, by Jeff Keighley yeah but some of them really are like hey we'll give you X mountains you know X amount of money in order to play this trailer in order to do right. this one bit right. and for, for those of us that are trying to bring more awareness to like the games industry and like normalize it in the same way that movies and music mm-hmm. uh, are, are normalized and in the pop culture the idea of being able to see a uh, simulio or um uh, uh, Vin Diesel, you know, and then on the next screen you see Joseph Farris who made It Takes Two, like yeah. seeing them like back to back and being like, you guys are sharing the same stage. That's something that I want people to like get used to seeing. Like, I agree in in uh, pop culture, but I go through the same um, uh, roller coaster you do, Joe. I I I'm I, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I'm being cool. I'm really invested when I hear the nominees, and then I like spend the next two weeks rationalizing that I'm like not really into it, <laughs> and then by the time like the awards come, I'm like glued. And I'm I, like oh. I'm riding the whole time, and then once it's over, I'm like I don't really care it's, yeah it didn't really matter it's totally cool like the one that i wanted to win like totally didn't win but that's okay like, or the like other one deserved to win or like too. the one that went the one that you didn't want to want, win one and you're like sure whatever of course it would like everyone loves that game anyway but what you know but fun. you feel super vindicated when you're like oh there's this this indie game that i played I and then that. it wins and yeah. you're yeah. just like not only are you happy for that game because it was so good but then you feel like I knew it. I knew it was good. I mean, everyone agrees with me, and I feel great, but I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, but I did win. But I feel like the Game Awards specifically also, for a lot of its awards, also just doesn't care about them. Yeah. Like, there's that one, like, segment where they do, like, five or six back-to-back, and it's just, like, the best uh, streamer or best content creator. I get so upset this. at that. And then the best whatever. Is this. They when don't the even, like, this, televise yeah. some of the awards. I'm like, you're the Game Awards. I actually want to see that yeah, part. There are no commercials. There's no reason reason for you to skip these it's not like a tv award show where they're like oh we awarded these while you're on that commercial break because people are here in person it's like no this is the internet you're in charge of all of this and what what's sad is that it's not even that i want to see the awards because i just want to see like you know will the one i like win like i want the people who worked on that game to come up and be able to say a thing and like thank people that you know help them get to that part like i want to see those i want to learn from those people i want to see their names and be like i need to look them up later like and and I, I feel bad that I, I we miss out on that when they skip over rewards to show you trailers. I yeah. love when people don't understand acceptance speeches. Yeah, and they go like <laughs> on and on, or they're like super awkward. I like eat that. I oh hey, my gosh, I love it. there are it's people. So fun. There yeah, are people. <laughs> yeah, or they're so excited that they just do something like inappropriate, like they start cursing or something. I love like, it. Like just because so, no matter what it is, it's because they're like so genuinely invested. Oh, absolutely, and and it's one of those things because it's streamed, especially nowadays. It's it's mainly streaming that people watch it on. 
it's also not one of those places where people are like, oh, I don't want to watch this streaming. It's like, no, they're th- most of those people that are watching this are also watch Twitch. They also do these yeah, other things. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't think they would care if it was an extra 10 minutes in order to have acceptance speeches and actually find out about people that they normally wouldn't hear about. And the Game Awards are being pretty cool about the whole stream thing as well. They went out right in their, on their website and said, hey, like this is stream friendly. Please host us, stream us. Like oh, You don't that. have to worry about getting yes, caught Which is or different like from that. last year. Because I think last year they only had a certain set amount of people that could do it. And so there was a lot of backlash right. about that. It had that. to do with the trailers they exactly. were playing. Exactly, yeah, that's and, what and it was. Still, to a re, to, in the, re, the reality of this is that anything they're playing, they probably had to secure the rights to be allowing the audio, yeah. let alone video, mm-hmm. just the audio I, to play through I'm streams. glad they, they did the extra work to get it for this year. Because yeah. last year was their first, like, uh, COVID, you know, yeah. versions, yeah. and so this year they're doing it again. They they know what they're doing a little more. Exactly. Nice. So they're like, so last year it was just a couple of people because they those are the people that they could you know get secured. And this year I think they probably had a stipulation like, hey, if you need to show a trailer, you need to be able to show a trailer for everybody. everyone. Yeah, it can't just be certain things. So I'm, I like that. That's yeah, great. I like it too. Uh, I want to look at a few just key now uh, lists because, like I said, we have opinions. We do. So I want to look at just some, <laughs> some key categories and get you guys quick opinions. Um, but for those who don't know, the way that the Game Awards kind of sift through what games even get nominated is um, pretty much Jeff Keighley looks and uh, sends out uh, a form to a bunch, over 100 different uh, publications, uh, international, um, uh, just all across the world. And um, that form has like all the categories on it, like best indie game, best sports game, and it's blank. And pretty much each each um, uh, publisher or or uh, website as a group need to put forward what they think should be nominated. Not in any order. Not like we think this is the best. Just here are the five that we think should be in this in this category. He collects all that information from the over hundred or so different publishers and uh, publishers, uh, journalists yeah. and journalists uh, websites and whatnot. And then uh, they could look to see which ones in each category got mentioned the most. And the top like four or five out of each one of those categories will then be the nomination list. And then he resends that out to the same people. And then based on those, um, based on that criteria, based on on those uh, nominations, then they choose, they vote Mm -hmm. to see um, which one they think is best. And then they get that information. And that that gives us 90% of of the vote total. Um, what is kind of cool about that? He even he makes sure to actually um, um, look into um, um, uh, disabled um, uh, publishers and and experts that maybe not don't have necessarily a whole journalistic company, uh, just so that they can properly rate the games that are being nominated for accessibility options. I was to say I saw that as a new category this year yeah. is the, the mm-hmm. accessibility. So it's good to know, and they have like everyone from from all over the spectrum, whatever your your disability or your accessibility um, uh, needs are. They have someone from every uh, uh, side of that, uh, which is super cool. Yeah. Uh, the final ten percent of that vote comes from uh, the audience, so you can go on right now to the website. And and uh, I think you have to sign in with something. It's not, yeah. But um. But then you get to go to each category and then choose which one you think would be the best, um, for uh, each category. Uh, you don't get to choose. You know, any game. It's based on what the what Jeff Keighley and his, his friends, as we his say, friends, yeah, <laughs> uh, has put together. Um, and also his critics. There's a lot of people who are very critical of Jeff Keighley that he's that are also on that list. Um, and then you can um, yeah, pretty much help. You get to choose ten percent of it. Uh, when asked about the 90 to 10%, he pretty much said like, hey, we would love to give it to everybody, but not everyone has the same like playability options. Not everyone has multiple systems and all this stuff. So they, they, he gives 90% of the vote to the, the major journalists because they have more accessibility and they'll be able to kind of. But, but 
it's also important yeah. while, while when watching the game awards to just generally understand. And it's not a secret. Like the the, the stats oh yeah, it's on the open. website. Yeah, so <laughs> to understand like what you're watching is like, oh man, I can't believe they voted that way. It's like no, that's just generally the opinion of like most journalists. And then you get your ten percent. So it's like if your game doesn't win, it's, exactly. it's not a big yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, you're the tiebreaker. Yeah. You as the audience are the tiebreaker. <laughs> if there's two games that did really well, well, let's see how the audience let's voted. Put a little spin on it. Put yeah. a little spin on That's that. That's exactly see what, what happens. it is. Yeah. And I voted. I so said, like, I'm ready. My, yeah, I voted. Yeah, I'm happy. Ooh, you guys got your votes in. We got our votes yeah. in. You guys get your sticker as well. Yo, rock the vote. I, I had to vote because uh, uh, Tim Schafer asked me to. He oh. was on Twitter and he said specifically he needed my vote. He oh. said that they asked for me by name, which is a little weird, but it was okay just in, specifically in this case. Tim Schafer <laughs> is Manda's uh, comedic godfather. He so. is. He is. So. I mean, Tim, it, have it, to. Yeah, Tim Schafer actually showed up with pizza and a hug, and she <laughs> gave it to him. I was like, the only hug. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, man. That's my dream. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to just a few categories. There's over like 20 categories. Now I can go through them all. Um, so here's uh, what's nominated for best debut indie game. Okay. All right. We have The Artful Escape, which is a trippy adventure game starring Carl Weathers. And I think, uh, um, ooh, the actress, actress who plays Cersei. Oh, Gemma Chan? No, no, from no. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh. Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Uh, so really great star-studded cast <laughs> and just a trippy, mind-bending game. Uh, you have The Forgotten City, which I haven't heard of. I don't know if you guys have. Uh, Forgotten City, uh, I believe that's my, that might be the Lovecraftian game. I oh, can't okay. remember. Okay. I think so. Very nice, very remember. nice. Uh, we have uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, uh, which we've yeah. talked about on here, uh, nominated. Uh, Sable, which I absolutely adored, talked about a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. Open world fun game. And then uh, finally, Valheim. Oh, nice. Which, which Ryan talked about. Ryan, you've mentioned a lot. I have. And for me, my personal vote is Sable will win because I just really loved that open world adventure game. But personally, I think Valheim is probably going to win because that game like did gangbusters on, on Steam. It did. What I, I, I hope uh, Kenna will win, though. Yes. Yeah. That that's my hope mm-hmm. uh, in that category, but really, all those choices are fantastic choices. Uh, yeah, I was about to say it. It it almost doesn't matter though. Everything in that category is a good game, a really great indie game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that category as well because it's a debut game, which means you 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 either knocked it out of the park to begin with, or you had something that was special about your very first game. One of the things the the Game Awards does that I really enjoy is I'll flip to the categories that I like, and it'll be a good assessment of like how I did in video games that year. I was like, oh, <laughs> like like we're talking about the podcast. It's like, oh, we talked about that one. Oh, and this one and these. Okay, we, we're, we're pretty good. <laughs> we're we good. got four yeah. out of five is pretty good. Uh, you can tell what we're not inter- not as interested in because you'll flip over to the sports tab, and I'll be like. Mm. It's, the same, games. it's the same Hissel? ones. It's the same games oh, every is not year. Today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, best action adventure game because we all seem to play a lot of action adventures sure. around here. Uh, we have Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Love it. Metroid Dread, which for Metroid fans, I hear is one of the best Metroids they've made. Uh, Psychonauts 2, near and dear in my heart. Tim Schafer talked to you about he specifically did. that game. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, also phenomenal. Yep. And then Resident Evil Village. Yeah, this is solid oh, game. That is a category. I yeah. look at that category and I'm like, oh, this is how it feels to be stretched in five different directions. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I mean, obviously, I had to vote Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Is, yeah, I got to. I have to. Yeah. He gave Manda a hug. He did <laughs> a virtual, and, a Twitter hug. He gave, <laughs> the best. And gave me pizza. <laughs> uh, t- Twitter hugs are the best because it's like a hug, but then I also don't have to hug anybody. It's true. <laughs> Uh, this one's shout out to Hassel. You guys, we're going to weigh in on our sports games. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, we're going to weigh in on sports games okay. for Hassel. Okay. Uh, um, c- categories are nominated for uh, sports is Writer's Republic, 
the, where you play is like skateboarding that and game looks amazing. everything. Yeah, yeah. It actually looks fantastic. Oh, the yeah. what the downhill thing? Yeah, yeah. Yes. downhill. You can be on a bike, like a snowboard. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Inline skates. I don't know. Everyone races. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could try that. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Glad to see it. Glad to see it up here. Hot Wheels. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I heard it's not. It's yeah. a great game. Get up here, Hot Wheels. Um, F one twenty uh, twenty one formula racing. Never yep. in my bag. Never understood it. But uh, for some people, uh, FIFA 22, shout out to Hassel. I'm sure he yep. is he is fist pumping right now in his car listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> getting the nomination. And then finally, Forza Horizon 5 uh, yeah. nominated for well, We know where sports. Joe's vote is. Yeah. Oh, Joe's vote and what should win. I mean, yeah, it's, Forza. it's Forza. It's Forza. It's Forza. It's Forza. Sorry, H- FIFA. H- I love H- you. Hassel's but. fist pumping just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, now he's punching. Yeah, exactly. The, he's fist pumping the, the radio. <laughs> Just very hard and quickly. <laughs> Ow! Stop it, Hassel! Oh, that hurts, man. What are you doing? <laughs> um, all right. Well, do you maybe just one more or two more? How do you guys feel? Uh, we could do one more. Let's do one more. All right. Let's do Game of the Year then. All right. All right. So for Game of the Year, uh, we have six nominations. Um, we have Resident Evil Village, that scary, scary game with the tall, tall, scary lady. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We talked about it. Lovely game. Psychonauts 2. What up, Timmy? Metroid Dread, which yeah, yeah. is great because it is definitely a smaller game, you know, a 2D game coming in. Uh, it Takes Two, the co-op yeah. adventure. Great game. Such an amazing game. Wow. Game of the year. Yeah. Visually, imaginationally, just breathtaking. Um, and then Deathloop making yeah. it to round out uh, our six, our, our top six. Uh, also, Deathloop is just a great action game. It just feels good. It yeah. just feels good. It's it's like Doom but without all the demons and stuff. I would like to point out that I can see Troy's screen, and I can see that he didn't read them in order. That he he read them in in Troy order. I, I read them. I read them backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a really hard time choosing between It Takes Two and Psychonauts. Like I sat yeah. that screen for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think it's Psychonauts for me. Yeah, yeah, because because while I love it, it takes two, Psychonauts is just as ima- is imaginative to me uh, artistically. But I'm bringing in my whole package of like you know liking Psychonauts one from like 20 years or 15 years ago and like waiting for that game. Mm-hmm. And we're also this, we're not journalists, we're not unbiased. We invested in Psychonauts <laughs> too. Yeah, we did. We kickstarted we, it. Yeah, we dropped the money into that thing. So like, yeah, it, it's the one that I have the closest uh, tie to, and it delivered on all those fronts. And imagine that story of like coming out with this game that was a little underrated when it came out and became gradually more popular more popular and then it gets like reinstated yeah. and then a it gets game hit. of the year that I would mean, be like a lovely mm, like finale and and even without that that like backstory it's still a phenomenal game by itself i'm sorry it i just realized i made own. all of this into psychonauts too I <laughs> that's mean- okay joe and i are here because it takes two yeah all right yeah, all right it, yeah. it takes two <laughs> you know because what I, it takes two for me is out of that list yeah. Would be my game of the year. Nice, because that game. It was the most innovative. It was the and most it innovative was the most gameplay wise that I played. I think out of that list, because I and I'm just sad because I did not play Metroid Dread yet. I, think mm-hmm. you would I love am that. so excited to play it. I love Metroid. I just yeah. haven't had time. Yeah. So I, I I almost guarantee if I had that probably would be in my number one slot. But it takes two was an amazing game. I've I I couldn't imagine playing those characters and caring at all about their problems in reality. Mm-hmm. And like then there was this elephant plush and like that's still sitting and with me. Every single yeah. level or every single different scene had a different gimmick. It had a yeah. different uh, thing that you would do with your other person. And it was original. You could just yes. feel the thought that went oh, into yeah. every would, single inch of that game. I design. would not be upset if they won. Yeah. I voted for Psychonauts, but I would not be upset if it takes two took it. Yeah, and and the fact that 
like there's a there's a fighting game section. Yeah. That's literally a one off <laughs> that they had to have put time in to have those mechanics work properly. And it was a one off section that lasted a minute. We only we finished that game uh, last week and uh, we played shuffleboard our oh, last playthrough. Yeah. And we were like, we could just play shuffleboard <laughs> and nothing else. And this would be a phenomenal game. I'm glad you guys finished it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I apologize for the segue, but I have to say this on the podcast because this is the first time it's ever happened in my entire life. Uh oh. I beat Troy at chess. Oh. oh. So, yeah, they have a full-on oh, giant right. chess board in that. And Man and I, we played chess for, for years and years. And she she whooped me. She done whooped me. And in a good way, too. Like, I, I saw the checkmate comment, and I was like, wait, how? <laughs> you, know, you know you got beat good. Got beat good when you get checkmated. And you're like, how did that even happen? <laughs> and then you're just examining the board. Like, I thought I had an out. I was well played. Well played, ma'am. Well played. I do think it is remiss of us, though, to not point out that I don't know why Forza Horizon 5 is not on that game of the I year list. Agree. I agree. It was one of the main things that I was, I was again, I was like, so cool. And I was like, I don't even care. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> and then, like, I saw the list and I was like, wait a minute, the highest rated game on Metacritic, the highest rated mm-hmm. game of every single publication there is, mm-hmm. every, every place you go of the year. That mm-hmm. is the highest rated game. It, and it is mm-hmm. not in game of the year it, because it's a racing game. It's a sports game. I, mm. I think partially it's 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 the fault of of maybe it not coming out quick enough. And I don't mean that like it it, it shouldn't it be oh. like I would agree uh, with you if Guardians wasn't on those lists. It's the t- same time? Guardians only came out in October, uh, right? No, Guardians came out like a week before Forza did. I a thought week it was October Guardians and then November for uh, Horizon. I thought Guardians only came out at the beginning of November. Ooh, you know what? While we're talking, we can take a look at it. But I I think like when he sent these these votes out, and they're Mm -hmm. like, think of the top games of this year. I feel like maybe some people on their staff had played for uh, Horizon at Mm -hmm. that point, but not all. But it it wasn't so like it wasn't in December, so it still qualifies for this list. Mm -hmm. But it also just didn't give enough people to really like get into it, so that when they think of this award, they're like, yes, Forza. I, I, which, I think for game of the year, think, people go yeah. more towards like story-based stuff. Okay, and not that St- Forza doesn't have a story, but I think specifically when you list these these six games, they, they all had yeah pretty right. packed stories. I, and then I didn't yeah. think about Forza that. was released uh, eleven days after Guardians of the Galaxy. I, eleven days. I, okay, that is pretty close together. I think if you look at best narrative, it's almost the same list. To, to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and oh. I do agree. I, I completely understand why Forza yeah. is not there. And at the same time, I'm like, man, <laughs> come on. That game was like really good. And it's like the only time that Forza is probably ever going to have the opportunity to even be nominated on that list because most of the time there's like a Ghost of Tsushima or a Last of Us 2 or like a Hades. <laughs> and like, you're not going to fight with those. But there's not one of those this year. So they could have been like, look at us, the little racing game that could. <laughs> and like, they can't. <laughs> and it makes the little sad. crazy game that could that's backed yep. by Microsoft yeah. oh, but <laughs> as, as, as I have pointed out it is a be. tiny studio yeah, but when they make Fable which is their next game oh, it will maybe. be narrative there we go. Right? yeah right? boom there so we they're go. saving it they're saving it I like, yeah. it. I like it I like it so uh, make sure to check out the game awards they're going to be December 9th uh, 8 o'clock p.m. that's Easter Standard Time um, a few things to keep in mind as you're watching is yeah there are going to be some fun celebrities showing up uh, the music is always pretty stellar they bring in a bunch of uh, different uh, scores and uh orchestras to kind of play the greatest the great the great hits throughout the year and i always enjoy that so much yeah i think Um, they do the great thing that the oscars does where mm -hmm. whatever is nominated for best music they play a song from that game have the artist come in yeah have either the artist or an orchestra play that Mm -hmm. live on stage i think that's great 
Uh, keep your eye open for categories like Games for Impact. Those are games that actually are like changing, like changing the world. Like they have either some outside of game element that are actually like planting trees or helping people. Like it's Games for Impact. I think is such a wonderful uh, um, category, and also the accessibility category. Just try and normalize more diverse um, ways to play for different people. Um, so keep those in your mind and also anticipate a game, which I think is the funniest category. I know. It's just, like a game based on marketing. Yeah. Did you market your game great? And some of them are like, like I think Starfield's on there. I was like, we got like a logo and a 15 second trailer. How are you? How? How? You might as well how? just, you might as well have Dragon Age on there. You might as well have the next Mass <laughs> I mean, Effect. I would put Dragon Age on there. But you know what but, I mean. <laughs> but, uh, but God of War is going to beat all of them though. You, you might as well put know, like Horizon's Elder Scrolls Fifty Seven. Elden Ring's also on there. Elden Ring's on that list. Yeah. Ooh. But like, what are we? What are we doing? We're just waiting. Our height. Like, yeah. it's, such, it's such a funny dumb award. Gosh. Um, <laughs> Th- that category is truly most popular category. Yeah. Like yeah. the other ones, you could like, oh, you know, this is like artistically. That one is specifically just like, what's the most popular thing <laughs> right now? <laughs> it's for uh, bragging rights of that company. Like, yeah. our marketing team's a good job. Uh, <laughs> or, or it's like a curse. You're like, oh, I thought we were doing great, and then we got most anticipated and then the pressure and then when it finally comes out it's like most anticipated at the game awards for four years in a <laughs> row <laughs> but uh yeah check that out there's gonna be some good indie representation we looked at debut indie but they have a whole indie category which has a lot of great games oh inscriptions on there I just started playing that amazing kenya loop hero death store 12 minutes i could keep going I need to yeah, put you this down. <laughs> Maybe we'll get go check it out uh check our, our social medias as well around that time i'm sure we'll be dropping in our thoughts whether we're on twitter or instagram Correct. or discord so uh, keep with us, the dragons, and uh, we'll give you our opinions. We will, because we got opinions. We got we got we that got opinion. Opinions. We got that opinion tea, and we're just kind of swirling it around. We're ready to sip. We're sipping it. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for that, and thank you all for joining us. Unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Do we get awards? Well, I mean, we might. We're getting to the end of the episode. It's possible. Maybe next time. Have a junior mint. Oh hell yeah! Pop. Yum yum yum. <laughs> They're Christmas flavored. <laughs> What? They are. <laughs> they yeah. are. They're mints. They're always Christmas flavored. <gasps> Boom. <laughs> wow. I thought we were going to talk about how the inside of them is colored for Christmas colors, like red and green, but like my mind has been blown. He's right. <laughs> they are always Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> I eat Christmas flavored things all the time. All the time. And if you would like to talk about your favorite Christmas things, join us online. Looking for more Taste of Dragons content? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, or Twitch for more discussions, more video games, and most of all, more sandwiches. Or, you know, in this case, opinions. We are (laughs) at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe. And we are... The the Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Amanda, I nominate you for best hugs. (gasps) Yay! You're the only one who gets my hugs. I I nominate Joe. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I bring pizza. Pizza for all. We are being awarded now. (laughs) Fantastic. I brought them in. How funny would that be in the Game Awards? They just hand him like a statue and a slice. (laughs) (laughs) And a hug. Well, the hug's optional. You can't do the yeah. hug. Well, I guess everything's optional. But, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I like the the award and then actually like a like or like a no. I like, so, want it to be a taco. For like some a reason. dirty plate of like it's like hard to eat. Really <laughs> <annoying> to eat. <laughs> There's like no do I eat this or now? Anything, so they just. <laughs> <laughs> And then they like, just an overpacked hard so taco. They're so excited to take a bite of the taco, but then like they can't talk about their acceptance speech because they have a mouthful of taco. To fall apart while they're trying to like. We would okay. like to 
And there's just the crunching. Man and I leave the room because I can't hear this. It's like two minutes. the end of this week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>